This is Rip Taylor. Oh, my God. Could you die on screen and beyond? Could you die? Could you be? I'm with Brian. <laughs> I'm the next guest. Hold on. We got lots to tell. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. Hey, Brian Zemrak with you once again. This is episode 78 of On Screen and Beyond, the weekly show that brings you the latest on TV and movie DVD releases, what's coming your way as far as remakes, sequels, and upcoming movies, and our interview segment with somebody from the TV, movie, or music industry. This week, my guest is someone who we have had a lot of requests for. It's comedian Rip Taylor. He's going to be joining us, and you got to stick around for this interview because they don't call him the master of mayhem for nothing. It's it's so much fun talking with Rip, and we know you're going to enjoy this one, so stick around for that. Uh, I also want to remind you that uh, you can send us your requests for people who you would like to have uh, here as a guest on the show, and we'll try. You know, We can't say we'll definitely get them, but uh, please be patient on that, too, because sometimes it takes a long time to make the connections with these people. Sometimes they don't want to do an interview. Sometimes they're busy. They can't do it. Uh, but we'll keep on trying. And you can email your suggestions to us at our website, onscreenandbeyond.com, by sending to feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. All right? And we'll see what we can do about it. Rip Taylor will be coming up shortly. But first, let's check out Remake Madness right here on On Screen and Beyond. Please hang up and try again. Remake Madness, Frank Capra's 1948 film State of the Union, which starred Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn, is headed for a remake. This time it'll be led by Gary Marshall and starring Richard Gere and Annette Bening. Also, rumblings of a Friends reunion remake on the big screen is going around, and there's no definite word yet, but rumors abound. We'll keep you updated as we hear. And King Lear, the Shakespearean tale, is in development to star Al Pacino for a 2010 release. That's it for Remake Madness. Coming up next, upcoming movies right here on On Screen and Beyond. As far as upcoming movies, Liv Tyler, Rain Wilson, and Ellen Page will head up a new film called Super, set for a 2010 release. It's a comedy about an everyday guy whose wife falls under the influence of a drug dealer, and he transforms himself into Crimson Bolt, a superhero. Unfortunately, he doesn't have any heroic skills. And 2013 will bring us Netherland. It's about a Dutch-born equities analyst living in post-9-11 New York City who forms a friendship with a Trinidadian who dreams of building a cricket stadium in Brooklyn. It's a drama co-produced by Oprah. And Imagine Entertainment is looking to bring you a film called Fantasy Basketball Camp in 2011. It will star LeBron James. That's it for upcoming movies. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, what's coming away as far as sequels at Sequel City, right here on On Screen and Beyond. As far as Sequel City, there are stirrings already of talks of a sequel to Zombieland, and the actors and directors are all saying nothing is definite yet, but 
And the movie Defender isn't out yet, for that matter. It doesn't even have a release date yet. But the director is already talking sequel. And a sequel spinoff news, uh, Spider-Man villain Venom is heading toward its own movie from Sony Pictures. And it looks like the co-writers of Zombieland are involved. That's about it for Sequel City. Coming up next, let's find out what's coming your way as far as TV on DVD, right here on On Screen and Beyond. This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. TV on DVD, Medium, the fifth season, starring Patricia Arquette, hits stores on Tuesday, October 6th, as does Tales from the Dark Side, the second season. And in this one, look for such guest stars as Lisa Bonet and uh, Connie Stevens and Marsha Croft, Seth Green and Jerry Stiller, just to name a few. And also, Mr. Ed, the complete first season, arrives on October 6th. And Get Smart Season 4 comes to stores on October 6th also. That's about it for TV on DVD. Coming up next, what's coming your way as far as movies on DVD? Right here on On Screen and Beyond. Movies coming your way on DVD. It looks like Year One starring Jack Black comes to DVD on October 6th. As well as My Life in Ruins with Richard Dreyfuss and Nina Vardalos. And finally on October 6th. Also look for Disney's classic Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs on DVD and Blu-ray. It's a combo pack. And that's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, we have got an interview that uh, you are just going to have a riot. Uh, it, it is is something else. He's the master of mayhem. He is Rip Taylor. And he is a fun person to talk with. And he's right here on On Screen and Beyond. He's coming up next. He has a new show coming out uh, on October 11th on Sunday. And on Monday, October 12th, he has two shows at the Magic Castle in uh, Hollywood, California. So if you're in that area, you might want to check that out. And Rip's going to talk about that. He's going to talk about all kinds of things. It's all right here next on On Screen and Beyond. Our guest today on On Screen and Beyond is a comedic legend who is over the who years... Who is that? Who is that? <laughs> who over the years... Over the what? ...has appeared... Did you say over the hill? I'm going to smack you, Brian. Your breath will knock everybody out anyway, even on the radio and the TV and the website. Jesus. Hi, folks. That's Brian. Go ahead, Brian. Who's on today? <laughs> All right. The Gong Show. Password. <laughs> the Monkees. Hollywood Squares. The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson. <laughs> Jesus. I could go on and on and on. We'll go on more up to date, Zach, and Cody Jackass, the movies and decent proposal television series, Dollar 98 Beauty Show. Will you stop? Give me a little credit, not anything in Braille. I was working up to it. Yeah, well, work up to it. I got to go pee. Hurry up. Anyways, in getting past this introduction, ladies and gentlemen, welcome. (laughs) The uh, he's known as the Prince of (laughs) Kidmore. 
He's the Prince of Pandemonium and the, and the Maharaja of Mayhem. Now, who in the hell are we talking about? <laughs> it's Rip Taylor. Oh, is he in town? <laughs> Welcome to On Screen Beyond, Rip. Hi, everybody. Thank you for your patience. Brian is just getting out of the home. You must forgive him today. <laughs> oh, Rip, it's, it's great to talk to you. I, and don't I, you ever forget it. <laughs> ever. Now, you know, you are like the ever, you know, the, 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 what are the, the, the bunny in the advertising. You keep going and going and going. Yes, I do. I'm doing a one-man play now called It Ain't All Confetti. Yes, tell us about and that. It's about uh, uh, the story of a survivor that I, A, happen to be. And it's an hour and a half, no intermission. I don't sell wine between shows. And it's, I'm doing it re- more recently now and at the Magic Castle for a few days where they've started a whole new cabaret series. They opened up with, Phyllis, with uh, Carol Channing mm-hmm. and then Phyllis Diller and Rosemarie and then myself, Joanne Worley, and then Jonathan Winters. So I'm in good company. Wow. Yeah. So uh, mine's called It Ain't All Confetti, meaning it's uh, there's this little serious side. I open with my act for a half hour, then I say, you want to know how all this stuff started? And I get a little serious for a minute, not too long, and then I finish the show by telling what happened. Hmm. Well, it's interesting, in case they give a damn, otherwise they'll turn into your show. Now listen to me <laughs> talking about the cab waiting. I'm driving it. <laughs> Don't get me laughing. So, um, this economy is so bad, even 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 the Motel 6 won't turn on the lights. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Now, I already got a pre-declined credit card in the mail yesterday. I mean, it's disgusting. <laughs> How did you start? I went into a sandwich shop, asked for a poor boy, and the owner came out. I mean, it's, will you hurry up? <laughs> hurry up, Brian. <laughs> Oh, Rip. Uh-huh. Uh, how did it start with confetti? How did you get into doing that? I was doing a, 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 an act in Las Vegas, and Merv Griffin saw me and asked me to come do his show. Now, I have a little trouble memorizing, so when I do a play, I have to a little, take a little longer than anybody else, so I won't try to memorize it. So I had five-by-seven cards, and uh, the first four jokes went right into the dumper. It was horrible. They weren't laughing at anything. So I just tore up the cards and threw them in the air. And then I knocked over Merv's desk and pulled off Van Johnson's shoes from the panel and went up the aisle at Merv's Theater on TV, all live, went to Sardis and said goodbye to my television career. And when I went home, I figured, oh, my God, the phone's ringing. And it was Merv. He said, come back. I said, what? I'll pay for any damage. Merv, I just went nuts. They weren't laughing. He says, they want you back right away because they never saw anybody go so crazy. <laughs> and I said, well, you're kidding. I'll pay. No, no, no. Come back and throw up if you want to. And that's how it started. I was throwing confetti. Then I started doing the same jokes with the same cards. The next I was on about 20 years with him. Mm-hmm. And, and then the, when I went back the next day for the same jokes, I threw peanuts at the I said, you'll eat while I'm on. <laughs> and then the next time I threw candy kisses. And then one day I threw marshmallows. And they threw them back, which was a great rapport with an audience. <laughs> but see, confetti is just paper. It kind of takes New Year's Eve at the beginning of but but the cust- I don't stick around to clean that trash. I was going to say the custodian of, of each of these shows must 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 hate you. <laughs> no, look at the truth. They love me because they get paid over time. That's true. <laughs> I know it's true. Will you shut up? Who's interviewing who here? <laughs> what else? Um, well, I, I I noticed in back. I think it was in June when they had the game show awards on. Yeah. What happened was I was scheduled to do three walk-ons with Howie. 
Mm-hmm. And I would say, now, then he'd say, no, not now, no, not now. And the damn thing went too long, and they only put, let me press the button at the end. Yeah, I saw that. Which didn't mean a damn thing to anybody at home. Yeah, I was disappointed, I was because I was hoping furious. to see it. Yeah. There's the answer to that one. Thank you, Game Show Network, where I had my Dollar 98 beauty show on for five years. <laughs> yeah. Still now, rerun it. Speaking of the Dollar 98 uh, beauty beauty show. Yeah, Chuck Barris. How did you come about getting that role? No, well, he called me. See, I was doing all of his dating game and the rah-rah and this game and that game. Oh, yeah. He said, why don't you MC this new show? I said, sure. And then I did. It was on for five years. Five years? It wow. was wonderful, wonderful. It was such fun. And I sang the song live every time I didn't pre-record. Now, speaking of singing, I got to tell you, I listened to your your opening song on I've your website. Henry Mancini wrote that for a cartoon that I did a voiceover of. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, because I, I do a lot of cartoons. I was in Ducktales, and then now I'm in the Emperor's New School. Yeah, yeah. it's just found money. You don't have to dress. Yeah, everybody tells me that that they like you know they can go in their pajamas and <laughs> and they do. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, now, when you were on that show, uh, was that all scripted or which one? Uh, the Dollar Ninety Eight Beauty Pageant? Oh, not at all. No, but don't you remember? Now, I never said anything rude. I made the announcer make fun of them. Mm-hmm. I was the one when they were fat. I said, oh, "We've let ourselves go, precious," <laughs> and he would make fun of them, not me. I didn't want to be accused of that. Uh huh. Yeah. But it was wonderful working with Chuck. He's such a genius, anyway. Oh yeah, jeez. He had so many shows. I mean, you were on well, the. No, gun. I don't know if he was an FBI, so don't get into that. No, I won't. Even... <laughs> Jesus, everybody asked me like I know. Yeah, no, I wasn't going to ask you that. I one. don't want to know. <laughs> but on the <laughs> Gong Show, did, did uh, that look like? Uh, oh, J.P. Morgan, I used to gang Gong people. For God, <laughs> that was a crazy show. We had sex fun. Do yeah. you remember the celebrities never spoke? They were just sitting on the panel, <laughs> never spoke. Yeah, that was. Uh, it was just terrible. That was something else. And, um, they're going to rerun it again on the game show, so try to watch it. Oh, they are? Oh, they've done it twice. Oh, yeah. Huh. Yeah. Now, um, your career, you, you've, you've done so many other things, too. Like, uh, you did yeah. uh, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters. Yeah, I was in that one. Yeah? Which, it, uh, one day during the filming of it, I was dressed up as, as you know, as Sheldon the Sea Kitty. And the right. green makeup and the green tights, and they had the Horn of Plenty pink flippers and the, the, the scenery caught on fire behind me because the styrofoam cave if you tilt it it's flammable if you didn't tilt it it wasn't flammable and they mistakenly didn't know and the cameraman shooting me and he said is there a fire in this scene i said no he said look behind you and in five seconds five minutes the whole studio collapsed on top of us oh, we ran like hell and i pulled billy Barty out because he was you know sigmund in that costume and then the funniest thing was I was living in a hotel 20 blocks away and I go out on the street to get a cab and no one will pick me up in the damn costume with the big bucket flippers and the what bright green wig and the can hair. They're all honking on, freak, you know, I'm in Hollywood. <laughs> I go to my hotel desk and the, and the fire engines are all over the city going to the studio and the desk clerk says, in that makeup, hi, Rip, you want your key? I could have killed him. I could have, I said, I was on fire. I could have been, you want your cake? Like I wear that all the time. Right, yeah. Crazy people. Sid and Marty Croft were the uh, creators yeah, they, of that yeah, show. Yeah, they still at it, too. Yeah, oh, yeah. And now, you also did another show with them. 
Yeah, uh, I did a lot. Of it. The Brady Bunch comedy uh, yes, I did. variety yeah, hour. A lot of a lot of stars were on that too. Yeah. And now there's a book out that just came out. Yeah, I was. I'm in that too. Read yes, the I, I, I read that. And yeah, read the quotes. That was fun. Yeah. How was it being on that show? Well, Ann B. Davis didn't like me at all. Oh, really? Oh, she didn't like anybody. Yeah. I mean, I did read that in the book, but I was surprised when well, I saw it. You're not supposed that. to read that in the book. <laughs> it's, uh, what, what was the problem? There was. So- well, I was her love interest. Can you picture these odd couple? <laughs> she said, I ain't going to do it. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Tough. Yeah, that was a show that d- didn't last very long. Well, it lasted long enough that we're right. You're talking about it. That's right. That's right. It, uh, and they're still on all the shows. You know that. You see them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody. Um, yeah. It, uh, it's, it's funny how Mark some shows. still on the reality show. They're still, Chris is doing an MC. You know what? They're all working. Oh, yeah. 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 That's, uh, it's amazing how certain shows, even when they're, we're, they're on well, just a show. Well, because they're safe. They're not going to cuss and be dirty. And, right. And they're entertaining. You laugh now. So that old stuff. How did they, how did they do that? It's old. Yeah, but it was commercial and worked at the time. Mm-hmm, yeah. yeah. You know what's ruined everything is that damn clicker, and everybody's a critic. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's true. Now, you've also done Broadway and... Yes, I did. I, I did Sugar Babies with Ann Miller on Broadway. Then yeah. I toured it for four years, for two years with Carol Lawrence, and then two years with Julia Prowse in Lake Tahoe in Atlantic City. Then I did Fagan and Oliver, and Anything Goes on Broadway with Leslie Huggups, and then I did... On the way to the forum was my darling Larry Gilbert, who passed two weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Which, he was a wonderful man. Which part were you on A Funny Thing Happened on the Way to the Forum? I was the lead. Would you put the phone down and hang up, you stoop? I'm going <laughs> to smack you. Who would I be? <laughs> I'd be suitless, you ding-dong. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't even know the play. Oh, my God. Who oh, no. I talking to the handicapped? I've seen the film many, many times. And That's I, the Zero Mustel. Yeah, Zero Mustel, yeah. Oh, it's a horrible film. It did, I didn't like it at all. Really? Oh, it was a terrible film. Hmm. The play itself is funny. Yeah. But these old comics and that thing, which is, oh, it was in Italy and it was dubbed in every nine languages. Right. <laughs> it was horrible compared to what the show was and, and is. Yeah. Do you and it's still running all over the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Do you prefer being on stage like that? I like a, working. Just I working. Like to hear the audience in front of me laughing. Yeah. Yeah, we all do. And just because you get older, you're not dead. Right. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's unfortunate now that the older you get, they say, "Oh, hi, oh, here he is, the icon." No, I'm not a I'm icon. I'm working. Well, yeah, but still, I mean, you you know, you've but been I'm around. Still at it. That's all you. Can. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you don't you don't stop. Like I said, you're the the the, the bunny there. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yes. The battery's gone. Yeah. Now, and you've even done dramatic roles, uh, yes, like I was in *Decent Proposal*. With yes. Lee Moore, Robert Redford. Look up that film in the movie, a movie, and no one knew it was me with my hair off because I was so mean and serious. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Look it, was... it up. It's on YouTube. Oh yeah, yeah. I've seen also, that. The I've seen the film. But YouTube is it's funny. They're showing a lot of stuff with me. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it, it was it was a different role for you as as far as what you know people Which are used people, to. Uh, you know, they they didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but and it's hard to find someone who will trust a comedian to be serious. I can and imagine. That director Adrian Lyne did. Yeah. See, we we can do everything. Comedians are just not dead. They're just funny. Right. <laughs> Now, you know, I mean, everybody was expecting you to throw confetti on Demi Moore. And I walk down the street when I don't, they say, aren't you feeling well? I said, yeah, where's the camera? Right. 
I mean, they you have really built a monster sometime when you walk in for a serious movie audition. I'm sure. Go, <laughs> yeah, it must be. I said, well, I walk out and say thank you. Yeah. Uh -huh. They've already closed their mind. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? They oh. don't open the sphere. If I want to be a dramatic, they won't let you. Yeah, yeah. That's... So I'm doing one-man play, and they have to find out. <laughs> First part's the act, second part, they get a little serious. Not boring. Yeah. Serious. And um, you were on Ed Sullivan. Uh, many, many times. What was Every Ed? time I was on, he uh, forgot my name. Two cards in front of the man. I forgot my damn name. Oh, they pushed me out. I pulled the hair from my nose. I started crying. He said, there you are. I said, Rip Taylor. He said, of course you are. <laughs> and I, he said, you're the crying one. Because I, I had tears coming down from the hair out of my nose. I said, yeah. And I did the same act. I did it in the afternoon show. as I did it in the evening show. And I had it titled The Crying Comedian. Hmm. All yeah. fate is just fate, and you have to be prepared. Yeah. And what what was Ed like? Acting lessons from Win Hanman. I mean, everything helped. Yeah. And what was Ed like, Ed Sullivan? Oh, what? Well, you know, at the time he was the icon, the king. He had to do everything he said. Right. He yeah. To, oh my God! To be on the show was an honor, let alone exposure. And and and, and you. Then been... I was on all the talk shows. Mike Douglas and I worked with Gleason, Jackie Gleason, and Carson. You got to see the show. To what, hear any more else about Gleason and Carson. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's all part. That's my play. I ain't telling anything, otherwise, you won't come and they'll close me. And <laughs> 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 When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So, uh, now are you going to be performing your show in other places too in the future? It all depends on this audience. <laughs> it oh, depends yeah. on how it goes. Because, <laughs> you know, Hollywood is not, repeat, not a theater town. And this is a theater piece. Mm -hmm. So I don't invite any critics. I'm just having people at a private thing in a 100 seat theater. Wow. And agents are coming to see if it's bookable around the country. It will be. Yeah, that would be I great to see. Be, but the point is, you've got to show it first. Right, yeah. Because yeah. Hollywood is a film town, not a theater town. Yeah. Boy, do they hate theater. Oy, oy, really? Oy. Yeah. Oh. Oy. They don't support theater from New York right? in Hollywood. They never have. Wow. You didn't realize. I mean, I, you know, naturally. You've got to get out of Bangor. I'm telling you right now as a friend, okay? <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> God, you Bangor, you brought it. Now listen, what else? <laughs> Um, now, some of the other shows, I mean, we could go through the list here. And, you oh, know, don't do the whole thing. Uh, I know what I've done. Tell me about you. How'd you get this show? How, I started. You want to know that? You really want to know I that? Do, you, I do. I <laughs> do. Okay. <laughs> well, I started uh, meeting all these celebrities at film festivals and things, and, and I was hearing all these stories. And, and they're I, interesting, aren't they? You know, yeah, and, and I was... You're finding you know, out that we're human. Yeah, I was so you know enthralled in listening to what they were saying. So then I said, "Well, the next year I'm going to record people," and good. then I just started putting them on the internet, and we put more and more. And good, then good, good, good. Because R.J. was wonderful, isn't he? Oh, he was he was fantastic. Wonderful, man. wonderful. So many people he's worked with. Please, how he got that first job, and he oh my god. Yep, yeah, it's uh you know and, wonderful. And, 
and then it, then it turns out with and the, his certain genesee club with Barbara Stavick. Did he bring that up? Yes, he did. Hello. Yep. Hello. Yep. He talked about her and um, he was a sponsor. Thank next. Oh, pardon me. <laughs> so yeah, it was amazing. Uh, but uh, it's in the book, it's in his book. That's right. His whole his book has got all kinds of things in it. Now, wonderful, interesting. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. Now. Um, like you were saying earlier at the very beginning, uh, you're, you know, you're on the sweet life, or you were on the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Yeah, I'm going to do it. Yeah, but what happened? They got older now. You know, you know how old they are now. I, I have no idea how old they are. Seventeen. Really? God. They, it's going. It doesn't seem like they've been on. You know. I know. That and long. That's how good they are. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez. I'm heading for Miley Cyrus. I hope because I know her, her father very well. We work a lot together. Oh, really? I want to be one of the running characters like Vicki Lawrence is the grandmother, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, jeez. Because they're using performers. Yeah, well, that's, that's, that's good. I mean, you were on that show, and um, you're like you said, you're doing the Emperor's uh, New School for... Uh, a lot of cartoon voices, yeah. Cartoon voices, yeah. And, I uh, did Scooby-Doo once. Yeah, we do a lot of stuff. Yeah. It's found money. You, know, you don't have to... I told you. Yeah, yeah. And now, one other thing that uh, you were on that... Uh, a lot of people may not remember, but you were on, like I said, the monkeys. Yes, the beginning. Oh wow! So how when is... they showed up. Oh, pardon me. Did I? Pardon me. <laughs> Why were they notorious for not being? Well, they. Let's say this. Uh huh. <laughs> let's just say that that covers it. I don't want to get into more trouble. Okay. <laughs> when they showed up, it was interesting. Wow! Must have been hard to do a show that way. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but I have a wonderful director now named David Galligan. He's had a lot of Broadway shows, a lot of theater in L.A., and movies and TV. So he's directed my one-man show called It Ain't All Confetti at the Castle. And then we intend to move on from there. I did it, I told you, at a university in Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. And they were very encouraging that I uh, could walk and chew gum at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I didn't know he could hang. Well, that, that's the you thing. Know, well, what the hell do I do? For God's sake. Right, I'm too yeah. nervous to steal. <laughs> they think you're like, you know, putting on all the time. on all the time. Yeah, <laughs> Jeez. that's the character that you created. That's in their mind. Right. Well, it, you know, we're so used to seeing you. You know, and also, do you know that whenever I go out, the people throw it at me. Really? They have confetti, or they tear it up and throw it right at me. Without eating dinner, wherever I am. <laughs> I swear to you. Jeez. I say cute, and then I keep walking. <laughs> now, do they do that at your show? No, hopefully not. Yeah. Because they have discipline, and it's, you know, it's theater. It isn't like right. they take over because I would kill them. <laughs> no, it would interrupt the evening and interrupt my train of thought. Well, I would think so, yeah. I mean, I would say... I that... wouldn't let that happen. If one person did, I would I would just say cute, and they'd go on. Call security. Because then they'd be embarrassed because I could destroy them verbally, but it isn't why I'm there. Right, yeah. You know, I mean, shutting up a heckler, that type of thing. Yeah. Now, that's one thing about your career. Uh, you don't, I don't know how to say Give this. Give them a chance to get a word in. Yeah, well, no, not just that. I don't. But, yeah, but not, I mean, you don't berate people like some, you know, especially like now, everybody. Well, I don't do rickles, not at all, and I don't work dirty either. Right, yeah, I mean, that's that's different than what a lot of the comedians do, and it's, it's actually yeah, refreshing. Yeah, they're all surprised. Yeah, they're all surprised. Yeah. It's it's very refreshing that you you know you can you can be funny without being crude or yeah but they don't know that I mean they know it about me but the others don't know they can too right yeah I mean you've seen the Comedy Central roast they're absolutely atrocious yeah 
Yeah. And you don't want to see stars, you know, that filthy. Well, you were in, let me see, I'm trying to think of that mo- the name of that movie. Um, yes, I was. The... Amazon Woman on the Moon. No, 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 not that one. Did you see it? No, I didn't. I haven't that seen that. That was about a roast, a man in a coffin. We all, we all, every comic in town was in the movie. Oh, really? It was wonderful. Yeah, but I was. John I, Landis produced it. Who? John Landis. Oh, he did. Oh, yeah. I, see, I, will you do your homework, Brian? Well, I'm going to call Maine. <laughs> well, that's one that you know I, I just never, never watched. You know? Well, you have to go peek. A lot but, of comics in there. But Steve I was. Allen's th- the MC. I was thinking of the other one there. The uh, was it the Arist- Aristocats, Ar- Aristocrats, or no, no. I was. I, I recorded something, but I was not dirty. You weren't okay. And neither was Phyllis Diller. Oh, really? Yeah. We were the only two that weren't, and that's why we weren't on the album. Yeah. Have you worked with uh, Phyllis a lot over the I years? I did her series called "The Beautiful Phyllis." Right. Show. I was her hairdresser, Paula Pasadena. Yeah, you were regular on that. Yeah, yeah or an irregular, or a 40 long. And also, <laughs> I tour now with Debbie Reynolds. We do an act together. We're very funny together. And the best thing about working with a movie star like her is she's got a great sense of humor. And we don't care who gets the laugh, and that's very rare. Hmm. Yeah, uh, she might, yeah, must we, be. We had a hotel in Las Vegas, and she lost it because of her family or something. I don't want to get into that. Yeah. 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 But. Uh... Public information. Oh, yeah. But so now, do you see Debbie once in a while still? Of course, she's coming to my show at the Magic Castle. Oh, she is. Oh yeah, she's working all the time. Oh yeah, yeah, she's uh, she's such she's a so good. Oh yeah, she's amazing. So. And Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret. Worked with her you many many with... times. Sammy Davis for nine years. That was the opening act. Wow, that's. Uh... I know. Yeah. It, now that's funny because you worked and you with. You meet Liza and Lorna and Sinatra. You meet them all. I met Red Skelton. I was crying. I started crying when I met Red Skelton. Hmm. He said, "What do you cry when you well?" I said, "Yeah, but I'm meeting Red Skelton." My He said, "Oh, you paid so." <laughs> he signed an autograph oil painting to America's number two comedian. Screamed. <laughs> hmm. It was unbelievable to meet him. You know, oh, I can imagine. God. He, he seemed. I mean, you know, of course, it can he be was. deceiving, he but he seemed like such a he, nice guy. He was wonderful. Yeah. Gee. And yet, did he have trouble? He had three wives, and three of them committed suicide. Oh, really? Wow. Will you do your damn homework when you call me at the next time? Jeez, <laughs> put Brian on this poster. Well, Brian, Rip, I know, he knows his business. Rip, I didn't, I didn't look at Red Skelton. I looked at you. Well, look at, look at, uh, look at uh, Cleveland Amory. <laughs> well, um, yeah. yeah, there's just so many things that you've done, and, and you know, I want to thank you for... And still doing it. Yes, that's the thing. Um, I want to thank you for you know all you've the joy you've given us over the years. Oh God, I want more money, Brian. <laughs> Can't thank you enough for calling because I almost went berserk. <laughs> and you call me again. I'll ha- Why don't you call me again after the show? Sure, I'd love to. I do the castle on the 11th and 12th of October, mm-hmm. and call me again until you get me. And if I'm home, I'll say hi because I don't avoid the phone. And my machine says where I am if I'm out all the time doing something. And uh, we'll, we'll catch up and say part two. Great. That would be fantastic. Yeah, just say film at 11, one of those things. Well, it's, it's been a pleasure having you on the show. It's been financially a pleasure talking to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever get a price on your head, take it, would you please? <laughs> and you call me again soon, and thank you for your patience and your listeners, too, and your viewers.
And I want to thank Rip Taylor for being our special guest. He's a great guy, and he's he's crazy. He is just uh, nonstop. So if you'd like to see an hour and a half of Rip Taylor, it ain't all confetti. That's his latest show. He's going to be at the Magic Castle in Hollywood on October 11th. That's the Sunday. And uh, the show's at 7 o'clock. And on Monday, October 12th, he's... They're at 8 o'clock show, and that's the Inner Circle at the Magic Castle in Hollywood. So check that out if you're in that area. Have a good time with him, and uh, it's a lot of craziness. And that's uh, Rip Taylor. We're going to have him a guest as a guest again in a very short time here. We're going to have him back and uh, have him talk about uh, how the show went and everything, and we'll get a little update from him. So that's uh, coming up shortly on another show right here on On Screen and Beyond. And I want to remind you that if you go to onscreenandbeyond.com, you can check it every once in a while. Uh, we will have uh, a little place on the website at the uh, bottom. We used to have it up at the top, but now it's at the bottom of the first page where you can find out guests that are coming up. And you can ask them questions by emailing us at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And we will turn around and uh, possibly use your question to ask our guest who's coming up. Uh, right now, I don't know if there's anybody up there, um, but uh, check it often because, like I say, sometimes it's up there for just a day or so, and then we have to take it down. Other times, uh, like with Robert Wagner, we had it up there for uh, we had it up there for a couple of weeks, so it gave a lot of people a chance to get uh, questions in, and uh, some of them were brought up just in the normal conversation. Others we asked specifically, so uh, we had a chance to do that. And uh, check it out and check it often because you never know when it's going to go up and when it's going to go down. So, And let's see what else. If you have a guest that you would like us to have, a suggestion, we can try. Just send it to feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com. And then we will turn around and uh, try to find that person. We've done it with a, a couple people that people have sent in. Some of them we just haven't been able to, but uh, we're still trying. We'll keep trying as long as we can. Uh, whether we get, uh, you know, uh, either we'll have an answer or we don't have an answer from them, and we'll see what we can do. So anyways, that's about it for episode 78. We are moving into the 79th episode of On Screen and Beyond next week. Um, when I think, oh yeah, we're going to be putting that episode up a day or so early because of the fact that the um, holiday is coming up and uh, I'm going to be gone, so i got to get the show in early, so they're going to put it up a little bit early, a couple days, that's about it. So I think uh, probably on Friday or Saturday or so that the, that's going to be coming up. So uh, we'll see. And until the next time, this is Brian saying take care. Mm-hmm.